diverse, and aren't this difficult group of women. Black girls are easy to understand, easy to relate to, and, most importantly, easy to love if you take the time to get to know them intimately. Attention-grabbing title aside, the content of BGAE was inspired by the lack of power I saw in various females in my life. It was insane how these beautiful, smart, and talented women were allowing themselves to be victimized in the name of love. The women I knew personally, and the majority that I observed publicly, had become so thirsty for commitment, marriage, and a general sense of being wanted, that they sold themselves cheap, submitting to any man who seemed halfway decent. Black, Latino, even Caucasian men raised in the 80s and 90s are unique and play by a different set of rules. This is the second MTV generation that grew up on a diet of Snoop Dogg and Nas, not poison and white snake. This generation had a certain swagger and outlook that transcended race and class, and seemed to be an enigma that no one wanted to dissect romantically. Being from that cloth, I decided to shed some light on how the so-called hip-hop generation thinks. He's just not that into you, maybe the Bible for cosmopolitan women who come across the Tucker Max types, but it's useless when dealing with the Chris Browns of the world. Steve Harvey found success in trying to teach women to think like men, but the men he exposed were from your parents' generation, not the evolved males bred in the 90s. The Little Wayne or J.R. Smith types chew up these Steve Harvey women because they see through that 90-day rule shit. Having grown up in the wild streets of Baltimore and parted my way through college in Philadelphia, I am the epitome of the 80s baby who knows how to use a woman's desire for love against her. My way with women was the result of an understanding of the things they were into and a feel for what they wanted. My father and mother divorced before I could even walk. This resulted in me being raised by a single mother who wasn't even old enough to drink. I grew up immersed in her world of gossip, feminine pop culture, lust for love, and distrust of men. By the time I hit college, being a straight man able to relate with women on many levels made me immensely popular. However, I was still a man, and I used that connection to have sex, a lot of sex. Once I matured and found love, I felt it my duty to make up for years of manipulation by shooting straight with my female friends. That advice turned into my BGAE blog, where I laid my thoughts out to anyone who dared listen. I used profanity like rap songs and references that my generation would automatically understand. As you will see, my sense of humor is more deaf comedy than Monty Python. I find that humor helps when trying to get the message across, especially when dealing with subjects that can make those entrenched feel embarrassed. Any slang used is not meant to alienate or offend. It's simply me being real. While I could have toned the language down, I felt no need to insult my audience in order to appeal to the more conservative ilk. You've all heard profanity before, so get over it. What makes me the expert? There are hundreds of thousands of relationship blogs and columns. I came out with no fanfare or promotion and spoke from the heart. I had no loyalty to the man code, didn't care about exposing my own wicked ways, and felt no need to sugarcoat the truth in order to spare a woman's feelings. I laid it out, and people responded to my candor. Within a year, the readership grew, 
and the website hit extraordinary numbers. Hundreds of thousands of people were responding to my advice because a man being brutally honest is rare. Two years after the start of the blog, I signed a deal for a TV show with Lionsgate, began receiving dozens of requests to speak at college campuses, and a demand for this very book. I may not be a traditional expert, and my words aren't co-signed by the big O, but the proof is in the results. I have personally helped countless women in confidence, from award-winning actresses to soccer moms twice my age, and I would love to help you as well. Throughout these pages, I will use certain examples or scenarios that lean toward black culture in order to drive my point across. Do not let that take away from the core lessons. This book isn't strictly for black women. It's a guide for all women who struggle with love. This player epidemic isn't contained to black men.